Okay. So, so don't know if anyone has any fresh fresh thoughts on last week's shi and some of the I did come in passing across a, a, a different shayla, which we're, we're certainly not going to go into now. Will be a whole long shayla of its own. Mugabe, Hilcha Stalker, if a person makes a neder to Stalker, that means a person pledges against you so and so much for an honor, for example, and then turns out that um, they're owed money by the honor and they wipe out the choyv, whether or not you can mekayim your neder um, by doing that, because you haven't physically given any money to the honor and you made a neder to give an assim. To give, which is a, an asina, so so there the, the place can bring down is a shaft that says that's not called an asina. They're not yotzianida because lemaisi, even though you might have wiped out uh, a debt of an oni, but lemaisi you haven't given him anything. So again, whether that's exactly the same as matanos loyoni, whether matanos loyoni requires action asina, I'm just referring to what we mentioned last week regarding if a person makes a transfer to an oni without anyone being clean along the way, whether that in fact is sufficient. For to mekayim the actual mitzvah matan sevyonim, just a, a small. Can you mean mekadesh a woman like that? Uh, no, the Gemara says you can't mekadesh a woman with 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 a big meichel that she owes. It's mafurish Gemara. Whether you can mekadesh a woman with the hanor that the chayv is now meichel, as opposed to the mechilas chayv, that's already separate shine in the Gemara. But just by being mekadesh a woman with that, with by being meichel a chayv, is mafurish Gemara that you can't. So it's not mesina. It's not, yeah, because, yeah, you're not, you're not giving her uh, anything per se. I'm saying here, even Hilcha Stock, and his as far as Nader is concerned, it's not sufficient, even though they've got the same benefiting kind, so to speak. Try, but but you, can, you can be Mikarshan with a star, can't you? Mikarshan with a star because you're giving her something that has a star. Yeah, so you give her a star which says, I cancel your debt. No, it's a, that's no, a star condition. No, a star condition doesn't say I'm cancelling your debt. That's some, uh, a star that you're being with Kaddish or a star. What's being suggested is to give a, a, a piece of paper saying, I, I uh, wipe out your debt, right? Or, or let's say, for example, in, in, in modern day terms, if she owes you £100 and you give her a cheque for £100 um, and say, you know, if you tear up this, this cheque, I won't owe you any money, so to speak, we, we're, we're quits or whatever. But then you've given something which a check is that has possibly a Shabbos that can be transferred, possibly, as we saw last week. But just a star saying, I'm Moichel Yochov, that's not something that has, that could be sold on. It's not something that has, has any Shabbos at all. Yeah. So to come back to, to, a matter of hand, I, I, the two things I'd like to do this evening, I'm just debating my mind the order. Um, I, I'd like to oh, just sorry, finish up. Uh, also can't be sold on. Hanar also can't be sold on, that's true, but, but, but then you're being Mekadosh with that Hanar. If you're saying I'm being Mekadosh with a Chayfetz, then the Chayfetz has got to be Shavu Butta. Okay, so, okay. So the, yeah. Um, the, the two things I'd like to just do, do this evening, I'd like to tie up some loose ends. First of all, I'd like to, uh, finish off the, the, the Agdom, which we've been in the middle of now, on and off for a number of weeks. Um, it'd probably be anti-climax by now after this time, but I'd like, I'd like to finish off, and I'd like to also just tell you a Shiley which came in this week. Even though normally I'd go first with the Shaila, but I'm just worried that, that, that we'll be holding by Lelbuk's comments and we'll still not finish this, uh, this tour. So I'm, I'm gonna share screen, finish off the tour. We've done, we've done most of it. And, and it, it's not poshut what, what we're about to see. Um, and, and there is room for debating, but I would like to get on as well because it brings us, it's a very good chazar. 
So I'm just going to share screen, if I may. Can this be seen clearly? Yep, break there. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to run very quickly from here where there's a line, Kosov Shah Mishrot. We've done the first half of it. But it was a few, it was quite a few weeks ago now. And rather than summarize it outside, I'm going to run very quickly through it inside so we can get through the piece which ends over here. So it's, it's not hugely long. Um, so that's as follows. Kosov Shah Mishrot. The Afagavachus Maram, which is Huva Batumim, even though there's a Maram which is brought in the Tumim, which says, So I send Ruven to go to a Goy to pay him back a hundred pounds. Um, that, sorry, that the Goy should, sorry, Ruven goes up to Goy and says that I've sent him and he should give him the hundred pounds that the Goy owes to me. And, and this Ruven says he's my son. And, and the guy believes him, pays him back a hundred pounds. And now let's say I go to him and I say, you know, can I have my money? Excuse me. And the guy hasn't got the money to pay back. He's given it to someone who uh, stands in and pretends to be my son and my messenger. And there, the Maram Paskins, the Hoyle Gazal, Kazer, since Lemaisa, it's for sure also to go and do that to the guy where it's going to come out afterwards that, that he was lying and ripping him off. And therefore, it's, according to all shittas, it's also. Therefore, he's hired to pay me back that money. So in other words, what we're saying is, is I'm owed money by the guy. This person was saying it's as if the person who, who ripped off the guy was saying it's as if he owes the guy that money. Therefore, I can go after him and try and get that money back in Din. And there's no difference in this scenario, the fact that the middle person is a guy or, or whether it be a yid. Since ultimately the money which was owed to me was owed to a yid. Sorry. So it's Masha from this Maram that the only reason that I can go after this person who, who stood in my place and, and obtained the money that was really meant to be coming to me is because what he did was also because Since what he did was also, I can invoke some kind of Shibuj of Nosen. Masha, if what you would have done would have been Mutter through the normal parameters of Avkar's Halvor, wherever they are, then there wouldn't be a Shibuj of Nosen. And the Tumim doesn't agree. The Tumim differentiates between So as we explained at the time, the Tumim says it depends. If, I'm going to use different names just to keep it simple, if Ruben lends to a Goy and the, and the Goy is ripped off by Shimon, so in, in, in that scenario, sorry, sorry, Shimon Jovnosen's scenario, if Reuven lends to a Goy and a Goy lends to Shimon, not he's ripped off by Shimon, he lends to Shimon. So then the Tumim says it depends who came first. If Reuven lent to the Goy, which means the Reuven who's a Yid has a Shibud on the Goy, and then the Goy lends to Shimon. 
So when the Shimon becomes indebted to the Goy, he becomes indebted to a Goy who has a Yiddish creditor at the time. So therefore the Halachas of Afghar Salvar never begin. Because Afghar Salvar would in certain scenarios entitle or enable Shimon not to have to pay back this Choy because the person who's owed is, is not a Yid. But in this case, because there's a Shibud on that Goy by Ruven, so he never was entitled to the possibility of Afghar Salvar. As opposed to if the order would go the other way around, if Shimon would have borrowed from the guy first when there were no Yiddish creditors, so at that stage he's got a chayv to a guy which has the possibility potentially of Avgar Salvar, depending on the circumstances being met. In that scenario, if only afterwards Reuben lends money to the guy, Reuben by lending money to the guy can't jeopardize Shimon's possibility of Avgar Salvar, which predated his loan. That's the shitta of the Tumim. From the Marama doesn't make a difference which way round it happened. It's mashma that in this scenario of the Shamish of the, of the Maram, where Reuben lent money first to the Goy, and that must have been what happens in the story, because Shimon then comes along to the Goy and says he's come to collect that money, so that must be that debt already predated Shimon's Maise Geneva. And the only reason why Reuben can go after Shimon in the Maram is because Shimon did something wrong. He's done a Maise Chil Hashem. If not for that, even though Reuben came before Shimon, Mashmal, Reuben would have no recourse for Shimon. Right? But nevertheless, he says that many, Shemishra says many people argue with this Maram. Why? Very interesting uh, scenario, this one. As we've mentioned before, Halvar to Eger is a scenario which is basically the only scenario where someone doesn't have any relatives at all. A Yid doesn't have any relatives. Because anyone who's not a Ger, even if they don't have children, will have siblings. If they don't have siblings, will have cousins. If they don't have cousins, will have second cousins. Someone somewhere will be a relative. We all share great-great-great-grandparents. So depending how many generations you have to go up, you will find somebody who's a relative. And therefore, in that scenario, you won't come across property which has got a dinner being hefty. Mashiach came in the scenario of a gear, if they didn't have children after they were Megayah, then Alpidin Torah, they have no Yerushim in the world. The scenario of a ger is the, is the best marshal for a case of something becoming properly Hefka without anyone actually physically making it Hefka. And here, the Chuvah, the Chidusha Raj was speaking about a case where somebody, uh, uh, somebody lent money to the ger, Umais, and the ger died, and in theory at that stage his assets become Hefka, no one else is allowed to seize any of his assets. Even though if he doesn't have karka, karka maybe there'd be a shibud on the karka. If Reuven has a, a, a the Reuven who lent money to the ger has a star. Even if there's no karka at all, there's only metalkin. He's only got movable objects, cash, etc. Nevertheless, the creditor has the first claim at the estate, even though his zuchus, pashtus, is limited to a shibud, and the person he has a shibud on is no longer here, 
And there's no one else here. And you can't compare this to a scenario of somebody who wants to claim Metzalklin from Yisoyimim who inherited an estate. Their Medivay Torah, they are the Yoshim. It now belongs to them. And when their father died, it went over to them automatically. And therefore now you want to get something off the Yoshim, you're going to have a problem with certain Shibudim, whether you have a right to claim or not. In this scenario, when the Ger died and no one else was holding on to any of the property at the time when he died, so no one's automatically going to have a Kenyan in this property. Somehow, the Shibud, which existed in the Ger's lifetime, manages to fall on his metalkalin, even though normally we wouldn't say that by someone who's got children, that the Shibud would fall on their metalkalin. The Hetik Dvar of Elu, Rav Amagid Perik Beis Mehilchas Zechiah, the Hevish Yikain Kosla Behetiv, the Chaim Pasik Ramah Bismil Ayim Reshe Sif Chof Ches. That's Takel Had Ramah Paskins in that case, Ragoa and Shom Harile Hedja. After Nixagir Hin Hefka, even though in all of Shas we refer to Nixagir as being Hefka, we call Mokum Shibut Hamilva Afshuhu Milval Peh. The Malva has a Shibut on him, even though it's a Milval Peh. And there's no character, it's only Metalkin. Nevertheless, who He will come before anyone else whose only right to seize the assets is that they're trying to claim something from Hefka. So how much more so in a scenario where a guy owes Ruven money and afterwards Shimon borrows money from the guy. The ain't Shimon Yochel Hatzik Nixi Akum. You should have got a salvosi. So Shimon doesn't have a right to try and withhold his payments and not pay his money if certain requirements are met. Midin he have got a salvor. The mutter, which would normally be mutter, he can't say that here. The chiyun shekran ishtabad amoyis shebiyado Akum liyisrael. Since the metalkin, which was in the hands of the guy, was meshubud to the malva Reuven who lent the guy money. So to speak, Shimon can't now try and seize this money and try and say it's, it's, it's almost Hefka. They belong to the Goy. Sorry, it's as if the Goy has been Meshabbat his Nechassim. The Shimon ain't Yochel Azakis boy. And that's now Shimon can't be Zeichel from it to the exclusion of Reuven. And now he goes one step further. Af, I'm, when we finish this, I'll just summarize it briefly. But Ulai, Af, Maram, the Kosav, Hoyal, the Gazal, Gazal, Kazer, Shuchil Hashem, Likuliyama Osa. Maybe when Maram said in this scenario, because it's Gazal, it's Osa, Likuliyama, Lerav Chetemuch, the Kosav came. Maybe, but um, he didn't mean only if it's Osa. But it's, uh, okay, for sure in this scenario, it's Osa, there's nothing to talk about. But maybe even if it wouldn't be Osa, he'd agree that there'd be a Shibut. Though he goes much for much further uh, uh, reaching, even if the halacha will be that it will be mutter because of course avor adin kain if he does hani abusa most of the posts can hold poish kasa rav the same ayim reishelat or amal paskins by the case of the ger 
וחוסר אוהד לדון, צו היכה שואק מהובל לשמן ואחך לא ואחת מרופן. even if it went the other way around, where Shimon lent, sorry, borrowed from the Goy first, and at that stage Reuven was not a creditor. So in theory, at that stage, Shimon could have invoked Havkos Havor if the requirements were met. And then the Goy borrows money from Reuven. As long as Shimon hasn't made it clear, and when Reuven borrowed, lent money to the Goy, Shimon hadn't established that he intends being Mavke the Choyv, so till that stage, then Shimon owes the Goy money. And then when Reuven comes and lends money to the Goy, he has a charge, so to speak, on all the assets of the Goy, including the debt, which is, which, which is the money that Shimon owes. They all become a Shubut. Therefore, even though afterwards Shimon wants to invoke the Allah not to pay it, he can't anymore. Because now, when he wants to invoke it, now it's too late. Now Reuven has a Shibut. Even if when Shimon borrowed the money, Shimon was before Reuven, but now when he wants to try and, and invoke it's too late because Reuven has a Shibut. No one else can override that. Rashi, as we mentioned before, the the case of the Ger. Now, listen to this. One more line. So in our case, in our case, even in the case. Remember, our child is talking about a case where a yid had money in a bank account, which was only in his name. And then he was Nifta. And the bank wants to give it to the legal next of kin, which would be his wife. And the Yerushim wants to say, who may be her children, they may not be her children, maybe children from a first marriage, whatever it may be. The Yerushim wants to say that, no, since we're the Yerushim, this money you've got to pay to us. And we saw the Shiloh, which was sent to the Achieza, saying that Lemaise, in the end of the day, if the money that's paid to the almana isn't a chayfetz that belongs to the father and now belongs to the Yoshim, it's a chayf. So when the bank pay cash to the wrong address, you've got no claim over that cash because that cash has got nothing to do with you. They still owe you the money. They still owe the Yoshim the money. And this money that they think they paid to the right address, they haven't, they paid to the wrong address. That was the Mahalach proposed. And now he wants to extrapolate from everything that you've just gone through as near even if the bank is 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 owned by Goyim, the Amona can't be zoichin that money. Afilum toros akum mutzah, even if toros akum will be mutzah. So he's saying masachidish. He's saying in the case. Sorry if that was a bit long. He's saying in the case where the bank pay money to the almona since the Yoshim have Yoshim the debt and they have a shibud on the bank and all the bank's assets including any money the bank may have for the debt including any debts they may have right? So therefore when they go want to pass on any of that to the almona 
then there's a din Shiba Dribnosan. And Shiba Dribnosan allows you to bypass the Goy and go to the, 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 the Yid who owes money to the, to the Goy and say, please pay me. So just to go through the case, in the scenario which he began with, Shimon went and effectively cheated the guy out of money. Right? Shimon went and said he was a son of Ruven, and the guy gave him money. Now, really, if we would go with the lumbus of the, the uh, um, if we go the lumbus of the Achies or, 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 or Heinemann, we would have said that the money which the guy, which Shimon took from the guy is cash. Right? It wasn't, it wasn't a chifetz which belonged to Ruven. He went to the guy and said, I've come on behalf of Ruben to collect the debt you owe him. There was no particular bill that was belonged to Ruben at that stage. And nevertheless, he comes along and says, can you give me the money? And the guy gives him the money. So we could have turned around and said, the money which the guy gave to Shimon has got nothing to do with the fact he still owes Ruben money. He's been ripped off. He's been scammed. Feel bad for him. But at the end of the day, he still owes this money here to Ruben. And Ruben can't go after Shimon because what's he got to do with Shimon? And we don't say that. We say, no, there's a Shibud of Nostin and Ruben can go after Shimon. So to hear, says with Ulman, the same thing. When the bank turn around and pay money to the Almona, they're paying money to Almona because they think she's the right address. Alpidin Terra, she's not the right address. Alpidin Terra, the Yerushim, the right address. So Zub Ulmun, there's a Shivudra of Nosen, which would now allow the Yerushim to go to the Almona and say, sorry, please give us that money, because we have a charge on the bank, and the bank gave you this money, and therefore we're entitled to claim that money. Ad Khan, Ad Khan of Ulmun. Why would that not apply to any money the bank is paying out? It's paying a dividend to its shareholders. Why would you not say the same thing? Because they're effectively... They've got a, a, a schus to the money, right? They are, for example, another creditor. So anytime you have a bank, no, I said a dividend, a dividend, a dividend payer. It's not a creditor. It's a money the bank is voluntarily paying out. Schutzus. Yeah, I, I mean, you you could try. Again, I mean, you would go, but I mean, what I'm, what I'm nowhere, getting at is that the, the in money halacha, that in halacha you could call the the bank to Besden. I mean, in 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 a theoretical world. The banks still owe the Yosha money. So yeah. That wasn't the shine here. Remember, there were two yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm saying the money the bank, the bank paid to their, their mother was not really connected. Uh, is it any different than the shine which the Maram brought, where Shimon went up to a guy and said, I've come on behalf of Ruven, and he paid him cash. Because there were two linked Shibudim there. It's also linked, because the reason why the bank are paying their mona is because the father's chayv. They've just got the wrong address. They think how, the she is and really it's the oceans. How can you compare uh, bank to Shimon? Bank, uh, uh, Shimon swindled uh, and took the money away. And then I understand uh, uh, Rabnosan. But in the case of the bank, nobody, uh, the bank gave it by uh, by itself to the Almona. Right. So there's right. no, you can't apply, you can't apply Rabnosan. So again, it, there were two parts to the tshuva of Rav Heinemann, if you remember, all those weeks ago. The second time of Rav Heinemann was that when you put money in a bank, you're accepting the terms and conditions of the bank, etc., etc., etc. If that were the case, then yes, you could 100% differentiate between these two cases. But we're not going with that reason. We're only going with the first reason for the moment. And the first reason was 
solely, uh, really the bank owe the money to the ocean. You won't be able to do anything about it because they're not going to come to Bezdin. Yeah. Right? So what do you want to do? You want to go to the Almon and say, the money which the bank paid you, they got the wrong address. We're really the ocean. So the Shaila, the, the Chuba which was put forward by Hainun was, the, there's nothing that the bank have given the Almona that belongs to the Yoshim because they weren't returning an item. They're paying off a debt. So that the Yoshim can't point to those 50 pound notes and say, that was our father's. No, it wasn't. Your father was owed money by the bank and he still may be owed, owed money by the bank because the bank have given the wrong address. They think that the wife's a Yoshim and she's not a Yoshim. So they've given the wrong address. But the bank still owe you money. And the money that our mona's got is, is like a matana mashamayim. It's got nothing to do with the chayv because the maisa it never belonged to the father. That's what he wanted to say. What we're saying doesn't now... Make we're, we're, one doesn't make a difference. Doesn't make a difference. What Rebullman's saying now is that when the bank owe money to the father prior to them paying out, there's a shubud. That shubud is now passes over to the Yerushim. So Minatera, the bank owe the Yerushim money. There's no difference if someone now swindles them out and says, we're coming on behalf of the Yerushim, and really they're not. Or the bank thinks someone is a Yerushim, and really they're not. It doesn't make a difference who makes the mistake. The bottom line is, this money was paid out because of the, the Shibud of the father. It was just paid to the wrong address. So the Yerushim have a right to go after wherever that money is that was paid because of the Shibud and get that back within Shibud Jognosi. Is yeah, it exactly the same? It's not exactly the same. Yes, and you don't even need to say that they are Yorshim. Suppose that the, the husband is still alive and bank by mistake send money to, uh, to the lady. Yeah. Uh, so so he's saying, right to take, uh, give the money to me. Because he's saying that he has a shibut of Nosson. Really, you don't owe that money. It's not yours. You have no right to it. Yeah, yeah. If, right. if the bank would come here legally, they'll be able to prove that it was given to you an error. They'd get the money back. So I'm coming instead of them because I own the debt. It's like I bought the debt that the bank, that you owe the bank, I bought it off the bank. Yeah. That, that, that's so to speak what you're saying. What's, what's complicated in, case, in this case is we're mixing the legal and the halachic uh, legal positions. And that's what blurs the lines a little bit. Sorry, Alex, you wanted to say? Yes, in the case of the, the Maram, any time somebody um, did something Shiloh Kedin, let's say uh, it, it wasn't that he went to the Goy and he pretended that uh, he was a son. It was somebody who pushed, uh, somebody who, who, who swindled the Goy, nothing to do with this Choyv. It would be the same thing, right? I would say, I have yes. a Shibbet on this money, and no, I'm allowed to go and take it. Right. So... If anyone else has ever been paid by this bank, um, Shaloi Kaloha. No, no, no. Only yes, wrongly, wrongly. Anything Shaloi Kedin Torah. And I mean, if there's any other Jews that ever banked with that bank and got given money, Shaloi Betoyras Yerusha, you know, in the same scenario, somebody died, theoretically, they could go and take from that person. So can the wife not say there are people who have taken Shaloikidin before me? Go to them. Well, first of all, if she owes that money back to the bank and they come after her, she owes the money to the bank. So whether the fact that I could go to someone else doesn't mean I'm not entitled to claim off you. Point to your mother, I'm coming after you. It's no different than if you have, for example, a scenario of a halva where there's a lover and there's an Arab kablum. 
or of Kaplan by definition, the Malva can go after the Leva or can go after Oriv Kaplan. Whoever he goes to, he can go after either. He can pick and choose. Whoever he goes to can't turn out and say, you could have gone to the other one. I could have, but I'm not. I'm coming after you. I'm entitled to claim off you. And you owe this money and you have to pay it back. You're on the line for right. it. Right. So in, in, in Shibuti Rav Nelson, you can't go, you can't say, uh, go to another creditor no. who is who is there before. Again, if they, if the, if the, if the Shibuts on the creditor came before you, uh, possibly, but I, I, I don't, I don't think that would be relevant here. No, 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 sorry. No, you can't. That, what you're talking about going before is when you're going on the Chosim Meshubadim. Yes. When you're going after the Chosim Meshubadim, then there's a, there's a, there's an order. There's a preference where someone came later than you. So when you bought this property, you left enough security for the Chayv. So therefore you've got to go after the other Lukuchus. Now here, she owes this money. She owes it back. So you can collect the debt. It's no different than, for example, if I lent someone money a year ago and I lent someone money a month ago and both of them are due. If I go to the person that I owe money a month ago, because right now I need a hundred pounds and I lent each of them a hundred pounds. So if I go after the person I lent a month ago, they can't say, well, why are you coming after me? Go after the person you lent a year ago. You both owe me money. I'm coming after you. It's none of your business. So here as well, she right. owes this money back to the bank because it was a toss. Alpialocha. We're talking only Alpialocha. It was a toss. She was not the Yerush. She was not the right address. They possibly put it in the wrong letterbox. It's no different than if they would have mailed the cash into the wrong front door and the Yerush would go next door to the house and they'd knock on the door and say, the bank told us they put it in your door. We've come to collect our money, which you otherwise have to give back to the bank in any case. So we've come to collect it because the bank asked that money. And you say, yeah, well, the person who mailed money out from the bank probably put a lot of envelopes in the wrong door. Go after them. It doesn't make sense. You owe the money, so I'm coming after you. It's none of your business who else owes money. Right. So that, that's, that's what he's saying. Which again is, is what's very interesting in, in, in this particular shiner is it's one of those beautiful cases where each argument, when you hear it, makes a lot of sense. Right? He, when we heard first of Chaim Moise and, 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 and Reb Heinemann, it made a lot of sense. Or are you going after Almona? It's her muzzle, so to speak. It's like she's found her Naveda. She's been Zoycha from Hefka. And, and this is not, this was never the father's money. So you can now go after the bank if you want. Good luck. You won't get anywhere because they're not going to come to Besan. But Lamaisa, it's got nothing to do with you. And she's, so to speak, been Zoycha Mon Menashemayim. That was that approach. Now all of a sudden we're turning on its heads and we're coming up with the whole Musa of a Shibba, which first of all, we're having this chadash, the concept of a shibud on assets of a goy. And secondly, we're having this chadash, the concept of a shibud on metalklin, that's no longer biyad ha-goy. But the meister, he's proving that from nechse ha-ger. Because on nechse ha-ger, the ger is not alive anymore. No one owns this anymore. No one. No one owns these chafotzin. They're hefke. And they're metalklin. And you still have some kind of shibud that you could stop anyone else from being koina. What might be different, by the way, just as, as a word of finish, and I want to move on from here, is by Nechse we haven't seen if someone is kind of them from Hefka, that then this Balchoyv can get them off that person. Right? We're saying if no one else has been Zeicha from Hefka, then this Balchoyv comes before anyone else. In this particular case, the money's if the money hadn't been given Salmona, and she wants to know she can go and get it, then you can say, no, we come first. Because we've got a shibud. But if she were to already get it, whether you can mummish see it from Nechse or not, say that, that, that that's, needs a bit more in. 
Akaponim Adkan, this chilek of the of, of the shir. I want to just tell you a shayu which happened this week, which was again another Musa uh, Haskell uh, in in a sugya which we've chazed many many times, and I'm going to keep droning on about him in the years to come, just to bash through to all of you, so that maybe once some of you will remember. And, and in case you think that that sounds uh, obnoxious, I've had on numerous occasions different members of the shirim over the years who've heard so many times the the, the, the flashing lights about Hilfus Ribis, and then turned around and said, you know, you're never going to believe it. We actually signed a loan agreement, uh, uh, a rental agreement, and we didn't realize to look after all the shirim that there was an uh, interest clause or whatever. So here's another here's another scenario. Reuven, let me get the the scenario straight, and I just have to slightly change, but not not in a way that would anyway affect the Shaila here. Reuven um, is managing a project, and there's a number of different investors, and Shimon is one of the investors, and Shimon should be putting more money now into the investment. And Shimon doesn't have the money. There's, there's another cash call, and Shimon doesn't have the money. So Reuben says, you know what? I'll put in the money for you. Effectively, I'll lend you the money that you can put it into the business. But I then want to get, from your chelik in this business, I want to get paid 10% interest per annum on the money I'm putting in until I get it paid back. So imagine it's uh, uh, £100,000. I'm putting in £100,000. I want to get £10,000 for every year until the, the, the deal is done and you get it back. That comes out from your Evochim before you, you, you take the rest of your Evochim and I get back my £100,000. Now, the Maisa, Reuven said, but there's a problem here because obviously this is Rivers. So it's, it's not a problem. We're going to do a Hete Iska. So we're not going to have to discuss such. What happened was, in the loan document between Reuben and Shimon, it said that, in this, it, that um, this contract is governed by the halachas of Heta Iska, according to the rules of the Chochmas Adam, and according to the Bris Yehuda, um, I think we said Peri Gimel or something rather along those lines. Adkan. And that was sent to Shimon. Shimon um, has a certain nervous kite when it comes to Hilchus Rivers. Generally, he tries to avoid Hete Iskas if, if, if Shimon can. And therefore, Shimon wasn't prepared to go ahead and sign the deal, even though Reuven was a learned gentleman, um, until he had it passed by someone else. So that someone else happened to be my mazel, that was me. And it came to me. Now, before I tell you what I said, I'd like to hear what Odin has to say. I'm not sure is everyone clear on the case. So, I say, any angles one needs to look at? Why is it? Why is it previous? Uh, he he returning exactly a hundred whatever thousand pounds back from the interest, but not no not no no no, the... no 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 no. A hundred thousand pounds has to be given back to him by Shimon, by Shimon at the end of the deal yes. with another ten thousand pounds. Per annum. Ah, oh, I see, I see. Right, I, I didn't right, right. So, so that's clear rebus, of course, of course, it's clear rebus. Yeah. Yeah. But, but in the loan document, it says that this is to be governed by the Hetzi Iskik, who is Chakmas Odom, and the uh, Brisi Huda. Anyone, we only have a few minutes. But, but there isn't the Hetzi So it's effectively saying that th- this is 
is structured by the halachas of Hetzer Iska as written in those two sforim. Yeah, even though there isn't a Hetzer Iska, it's Ke'ilu as if there had been. Well, a Hetzer Iska is basically a way of defining an arrangement and, and converting it from a loan to an investment. So they're saying this is done as an investment as the Chochmah Sodom spells out. But what happens if the underlying investment goes wrong? Does he still have the money? So the the loan document is between Shimon's chilek in this company. So Shimon himself will not be personally liable, no. Because that's always, isn't that what the first test? Does does the lender stand to lose money? Is it really an investment? Well, the, the, the lender stands to lose because the capital that he's put in, in his first investment, before they needed a cash call, will be on the line for this money. And we don't pass on that with Moshe who says as long as there's a limited liability, so as long as he's got skin in the game to lose, which he does here, he's got a, a million pounds of his own money that he's put in already, which which would be on the line for this 100,000 first. So yes, that would still be a halva. At 10% a year, if it's chatsi milva, chatsi pikodon, so that's so effectively that's a 20% interest. On, so that's on... a good, it's a good salary, that's probably borderline. We, we would probably just about allow that through. I mean, historically it used to be up to 15%, but we'd probably allow 10% still. But it's a good, it's a, it's another point that needs looking at, yes. What's a hetiska mean? What's the essence of a hetiska? That's a joint. That, he, that it's an investment in, in, a, in an enterprise rather than a loan, a half of this. And, and, and what are the terms? It might go up, it might go down. But what are the terms of Hesiska? There's two Not conditions effectively. Apart, there's two conditions effectively that Hesiska achieves what it's meant to See, achieve. See, if, if Ruve knows exactly what's going on in the business. Thank you, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Three yeah. points. Yeah. Free Shlishi Aliyah tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> says uh, also, the whole essence of Heta Iska is that I, the investor, don't have first-hand knowledge what's going on. I don't know if, when you tell me my capital might have been partially lost. I don't know when you tell me that my return might not have been what I thought it was or might be more, whatever it is. I'm not Mukhuyu to believe you on the capital unless you bring Adim. I'm not Mukhuyu to believe you on the profit unless you make a shvur. In lieu of the Adim, pay me the capital back and, and no problem. In lieu of making a sure, pay me a 10% per annum, which we think is fair, which is actually 20% because it's piled them over, whatever, as we said. And I'm prepared to waive it. Even if it's made double that profit, you can keep it and I'm okay. That in, in, in a nutshell is Heta Iska. It doesn't make sense to have such an arrangement when the investor is none other than the person managing the project and has more first-hand knowledge of what's going on than the person he's investing with, Shimon, who's actually basically a silent partner. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. How, what would you say? We, we, we would say, once we recognize this is a problem, which, by the way, you're in good company in having this slip past you, most of you, um, but, but um, what, we would say, what we would say is that normally what you do is then instead invest into Shimon in everything that they have. Because that way you don't know, you might know about this project, but you don't know about any other project. But the problem is Shimon doesn't want that exposure. Shimon doesn't want to be on the line for everything. They don't want personal liability other than this company. So what you do is, this is a, 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 
potentate of my own, which I told you a number of years ago. What, what, what one does in such a scenario is the document is drawn up. That's it's an investment into Shimon and everything he has. But your ability to claim is limited to the assets that he holds in this particular company. So your justification for claiming is because you're investing into everything unlimited that Shimon may have. And you don't have first-hand knowledge in everything he has. You only have first-hand knowledge about this company. But where you claim from what you're entitled to claim can only be from this company. Right, so it's no different than if I'm investing into everything he has and he tells me to claim from a particular property elsewhere outside this company. It's no different. Where you claim from isn't the problem. The problem is what is the investment in and are you entitled to say with a straight face, I don't know whether you made a profit or loss. So for that, you've got to be investing globally. Now, obviously, it goes out saying, if you just put in there, this is according to the Heta Iska of the Chachmas Adam, Right, that's, that doesn't make sense because that's a straight up heta isco. You're investing into the parties between the two, which is the two companies. And in that scenario, it won't work. Why won't it work? Because you know what's going on. So if you're walking to Bezin and there's one, if, if that would have gone ahead and Ruben would walk into Bezin and say he wants 10,000 pounds, Shimon would turn out and say, you know that the project didn't make any money. You know that we just about got back our capital. And, and, and Ruben will say, well, if you don't make a sure, it says in the head to Iska the Chokhmas Adam, and the Bezdin will laugh him out of Bezdin because they'll say, what are you talking about? You manage this project. You know what's going on. According to Rave Days, it wouldn't have worked. So again, just a, 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 another example, a heads up. Uh, uh, um, when I hung up the phone from answering this Shiloh, um, I, I had a call from one of my colleagues in the Bezdin who said that someone had just called up the Bezdin and asked for a copy of a, a blank copy of a Hesedisco. And, 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 and the answer is, we don't give out blank copies of Hetziskas. It used to be that Botidinim gave out blank copies of Hetziskas, and then people used to fill in the, 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 the gaps themselves, including the percentages, and then they used to go back to those Botidinim that they got the Hetziskas from with Dine Teira, and the Bezin wouldn't uphold the, 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 the Hetziska because the figures were all too high, or whatever it may be, and they'd say, what are you talking about? I got a Hetziska from your Bezin. Why are you not keeping it? And say, yes, because you filled it in wrong. Right? So, so here, even, even if you fill it in right, you have to understand all the angles because sometimes it just doesn't work. So, so can, can you say according to the rules of what whatever heta iska is the right one to use? No. That's too vague. You know what, that, Jeremy, would you ask that of a lawyer? You're going to have a contract saying that, that this contract is governed by whatever would work out best interest of all the parties. That's it. One liner. Perfect. <laughs> no? Yeah, yeah, no, no, okay, I agree, but no, but I mean, it's just a more general statement to the one that they did make. Because this is this hetiiska, by the way, would have been in the best interest of Shimon, because Shimon wouldn't have had to pay any interest, so he would have been fine, right? So, so best interest depends on how you look at it. Or best halachic interest. I mean, not. It's in his halachic interest in this scenario. Now he doesn't have to pay. He's laughing, right? Don't have a for best interest. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Shkoch, shkoch, how